Hey, hey, what's going on, guys? Happy Friday. All right, so today's episode is going to be interesting. I want to share a little story with you on how I was able to acquire a property while on temporary assigned duty. Okay, it's going to be very interesting, and I'm going to prove to you that it can be done no matter how short your time is. All right, but first. Hey, Freedom Fighters, welcome to the Active Duty Passive Income Podcast, the only place where military members, veterans, and their families learn how to build wealth through real estate investing. I'm your host, Mike Foster, and I'm here to show you how to stop wasting your benefits. Now get off your ass, step up to the firing line, and make ready for today's lesson. Shooter, stand by. All right, all right, all right. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Active Duty Passive Income Podcast. Uh, This is the place where we show you, right, military members, veterans, and your families, we show you how to invest in real estate and build wealth, right, to build passive income. It's going to be great. And uh, this episode, we're going to talk specifically about what happens when you get sent to a new location, right, as a temporarily assigned duty or whatever, right, can you still invest in real estate while you're out there? Absolutely. And I'm going to show you how, okay? Um, Now, this is a personal story, okay? This is how I was able to do it. And of course, there are many ways of doing it. This is just one in particular I'm going to talk to you about. But um, you, right, you, you tell the best stories that are personal, right? So uh, that's exactly what I'm going to do here. And hopefully you get some value out of it. And if you have any questions about anything, please let me know. Okay. So I'm going to start out. Uh, I was transferring from my last command to my current command. Okay. I was heading from a ship. We were actually underway for a good bit of my last few months on board. Um, but you know, a little bit in between the underways and a little bit on, you know, while I was kind of just sitting around not doing much. Um, I was able to do a little research on the area that I was going to that I got orders to, right? So I got uh, sent to a Riveron unit. And before you go there, they send you to ECS, which is Expeditionary Combat Skills. Uh, it's a course that's down in Gulfport, Mississippi. Um, and that course was about a month long or almost. So I said to myself, you know, how crazy would it be if I went down to this area and found a property? You know, and this was literally something I kind of just told myself like, haha, right. I mean, I'm going to be there 21 days. That probably wouldn't even make sense, but you know, whatever. But it's funny how, you know, you say things and the thought kind of sticks with you. You know, I don't know if any of you guys have ever had that happen to you, but it was definitely kind of haunting me. I mean, not haunting in the sense that it was a bad thing, but, you know, it was on my mind for a little bit. And I even ended up joking about it with a buddy of mine who I was talking to about real estate uh, at the time. And it was, uh, it was weird. Um, It was weird. It's kind of stuck on my mind. So I thought to myself, okay, well, if I was going to do it, right, how would I do it? And from there, it ensued into me researching lenders in the area, uh, me researching some of the properties in the area. When I saw Zillow and I saw the prices for the properties out there, I was immediately captured 
I mean, I was seeing properties anywhere from like 40,000 to like 60, 70,000 in some cases. And it was that perfect Midwest type market that I was, you know, looking for, looking to invest in. So once I saw that, um, that really to me was like a clear indicator that I should definitely consider this a lot more than I'm doing. So, <laughs> so I, I started looking into uh, realtors and uh, real estate agencies in the area just to kind of see what you know they were kind of offering. I knew that if I was going to do this, I was not going to be do, be able to do this alone. I was going to need um, a teammate of some sort, and preferably someone with a little more experience of the area than you know maybe an instructor or you know some people that work out there. Um, so I went, you know, and I, uh, hit the website, hit Google pretty hard and doing some research. I took a look at the area of Gulfport. I took a look at the, some of the population in the area, some HUD documents, um, seeing some of the growth in the area since Hurricane Katrina. Obviously that was a huge, huge factor of mine. Um, there were, or sorry, there are still some places in that Gulf coast area that are still recovering. However, Gulfport seems to have, you know, recovered a little bit. And it's interesting because, you know, their area uh, got hit, you know, pretty bad. And so you would think for a place that, you know, I mean, this was 2005, right? So we're talking 13 years now, it's been a little bit, but, you know, you would think still, I mean, the amount of devastation that went through that whole Gulf, Gulf area, um, you know, some of these places wouldn't be I don't know, wouldn't be in some of the condition that I found it when I got there. Let's just say I was very surprised to see Gulfport when I finally got there. So long story short, I mean, it was interesting, you know, doing some of that research and finding a few people to get in contact with. I contacted like two or three or four, I think, um, realtors in the area. And I spoke to a couple of them. I didn't really get a warm and fuzzy. And the other two that I spoke to, um, one of them was really good, so I kind of maintained comms with him and set up a meeting. I also took a look at some of the um, the uh, property uh, inspectors and contractors, and I had a, ended up having a meeting with one of those guys when I got there too. And um, he seemed pretty cool. Uh, unfortunately, I, I'm not, I didn't really want to do a flip. I, I did not want to do a flip just because. You know, I have not done one, and I knew that that was not the time to get in and do it. My focus was going to be, you know, learning everything that I could from that school and um, setting myself up great for my next command, which was, you know, what I did. Um, and then if I was able to, you know, get a property, I wanted to be something that I've done before, single family, nice and easy, you know, something that wouldn't have to require too much work for me um, outside of the time I was already spending after class. So... Uh, so it was great. I did a little bit of legwork, right, before I got there. And then when I got there, like I said, I was able to have a few meetings. Um, but ironically, the meetings that I had and the um, and the people that I met, I did not do business with any of them. It was actually, it wasn't until um, second week and a half in, I was able to find a realtor off of Craigslist. Actually, really, I found a property I wanted to take a look at off of Craigslist. And um, the realtor who was the uh, manager, uh, I'm sorry, the realtor who was the selling agent or listing agent for that property uh, reached out to me, right? She contacted me. 
And I met up with her. She actually showed me three or four properties uh, that one day, other than the one I was looking for, looking at, and um, and it was awesome. Immediately hit it off. I mean, let me tell you, like there are some good people in this world, and you have that connection when you when you see it, right, or when you feel it. Um, and this honestly was one of them. And you know, it, it's it's interesting again because realtors kind of hit or miss, right? You got some really good ones, you got some really bad ones out there. She was awesome, right? Her name is Melissa Holder. Definitely a plug for her. I gave her one when I shared the story on Facebook. I'm going to give it to her here again because she's awesome. Um, and yeah, totally hooked me up, right? So, um, so she, so she showed me a few of the properties. She gave me her her opinion. She's lived in this area her entire life, so she's seen it in its best. She's seen it in its worst. Um, it was really, really good. So, uh, so she gave me a lot of sound advice. Um, as we were, uh, looking at the last property, um, it was a, a single family, three bedroom, two bath, um, just outside of the base, which is ironic too. Um, she, she told me that it was under contract at the time, right? But it had been on the market for a little bit and man, this deal was awesome. Let me tell you, uh, the seller was selling it for 55,000. The house was recently renovated. I mean, I guess within the last couple of years, right? And the the property value of the home in, in considering the area was like in the 80,000s. So I was really surprised as to why the owner was selling it for so low. Ended up being an um, older lady. Um, I think she had had the property like her entire life and she just was looking to get rid of it. So... And so she was selling it for really low. But for whatever reason, right, it was on the market for a while. And I think it was just because, you know, some of the people that were trying to get the home themselves, like to live in, they just couldn't get financing for the loan. And I asked about that. I know this is kind of a sidebar, but I asked about that. Like, is that a common problem in the area? And and uh, Melissa said yes. You know, she was like, yeah, for some reason, there are a lot of people that try and buy homes out here that just can't get financing because their credit's just not good enough. And that's kind of sad. You know, it is really sad to me. You got hard workers, blue collar, you know, just trying to make a living, trying to have a home, but can't find, you know, uh, a loan that will give them, um, what they need to afford the house. I'm sorry, to buy the house. So, Hey, but you know what that is good for? That's good for, uh, landlords. You know, it's good for those who are investing in rental real estate. And so, you know, I said, all right, perfect opportunity. So long story short, that house ended up falling out of contract and I ended up picking it up. So I picked it up under contract. Uh, it was about, I want to say a week before I had to leave. So obviously there was a lot of that process that, you know, even carried on through me being home. But I mean, once I got under contract at that point, it was smooth sailing. You know, I got the financing for it. I ended up getting the inspection. Uh, the appraisal went through, it came and appraised, uh, for, um, I think it was like high seventies, like low eighties, somewhere, somewhere in that ballpark, which was great. Um, and what was even better about this deal is that I only spent like 7000 acquiring it, right? I went in on that deal with a buddy of mine uh, that I met through the Navy, uh, him and his wife. So, um, so him and his wife, me and my wife, we created an LLC for that area and we started investing. And um, yeah, and this was great. It was an awesome way to kind of jump in, uh, get him started because uh, this was uh, him and his wife's first deal. Uh, so that was pretty fun. And it was a win-win for all of us because we went in on it half-half and it was really cheap. 
and we picked it up pretty quickly. And it all happened because I asked myself that question, you know, wouldn't it be crazy if I got a property while I was out there and TDY? So I'm just going to go ahead and say, all right, positive affirmations definitely work. Okay. 100% a proponent of it. Mm. And honestly, you know, yeah, the more you look and the more you do your research and your homework and you find stuff, the the more the universe will kind of bend to helping you out, okay? It is possible. This stuff is very possible out there, and I um, I strongly recommend that you guys, you know, take advantage of the areas that the military sends you. I mean, you don't even go to areas... Um, where you're living all the time, you kind of just go there to stay there for training or for some kind of event or whatever. But take a look at the area. Now that you're starting to get into this investing mindset, right? When you're starting to build wealth and you're looking for opportunities, really it's that it's that commitment to finding opportunities and making the best out of them that makes you successful, right? In the entrepreneurial or investing game, right? You have to be able to open up your mind to the possibility of what if, okay? What if I go to, you know, San Diego for a conference and I meet uh, someone who is an avid investor in the area and wants to partner up with me on a deal, right? What if, you know, um, what if I end up going, you know, on deployment somewhere and I end up finding a, an investment in that country that I want to invest in, you know, he, honestly, the sky's the limit guys. And you have to be able to open up yourselves to that possibility in order for you to truly optimize your potential in this game. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, the opportunities are endless and, and everything is possible if you're willing to put the time, the effort and the commitment into making it work. Okay. So I, again, thank you so much. That was a little short story. Um, I'm kind of going to end it there. Um, there are a little more specifics behind it if you want. And if you absolutely want to, uh, to hear the boring details, reach out to me, I'll gladly share it with you. Um, if I'll share with you the area that I invested into, uh, Gulfport, Mississippi is awesome. All right. Again, um, again, short plug for Melissa Holder. She is an awesome realtor out there. And if you're interested in finding good, uh, low cost properties with high returns, um, then definitely reach out to her. She'll definitely help you out. Oh yeah. Right. So high return. I didn't even talk about the important thing about it. So I mentioned the property was 55,000, uh, which is what we ended up buying it for my mortgage. Uh, with a 10-year, I went with a 10-year for this one, but with a 10-year mortgage, my mortgage is about 440 something a month, and it rents out for 900 So as you can see, right, those numbers are great. And, um, and even still with my 10-year mortgage, I'm still cash flowing pretty nice, which is great. And all that money is going into the, the home to pay it off faster, and then I can leverage the equity that I have into another property. So I'm excited. Um, I actually just got another property under contract in that area. So Mississippi, in, especially in the Gulf region, is definitely a good place to look for rentals. If you're looking for some, I uh, highly recommend it. And also, like I said, highly recommend reaching out to Melissa Holder. I'll put her contact information on the show notes so you can reach out to her. And uh, yeah, all right. So that's going to do it here. Thanks again so much for listening. You guys are awesome. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that story. and. 
please, you know, go out there and take some action, guys. All right, it is possible. And we here at ADPI are going to show you how it's done because, um, yeah, man, the sky's the limit, okay? Anyway, beat that head dead horse. Contact us on Facebook. Contact us on our Instagram. Reach out because we want to hear from you. Um, if you guys have any cool, crazy deals that you've done, you've done deployment or TDY, right, or whatever, right, let us know because we want to hear about it. Next week is going to be awesome. We've got an investor coming on the show. He just got started, and he's going to show you how he built a portfolio of turnkey properties. Guys, this is going to be one you don't want to miss, okay? For all these you who are just getting started out there, you definitely want to hear this and get a little insight to you know, how he did what he did and how he got started, okay? I can't wait. Mike Foster out. I'll see you later. Later.